At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Up On Game presents Taylor Scouting. Coach Randy Taylor is bringing his 40-plus years of knowledge to you. This is Taylor Scouting. And now, here's Coach Randy Taylor. Uh, This is Coach Randy Taylor in podcast number three of the uh, Taylor Scouting on Up On Game Presents on the Up On Game Network. Uh, We're here today with Thomas, Tom Lemming, the the guru of college football recruiting. Uh, But guys, hey, go to Up On Game Network. social platforms to find us uh, also you can go to our taylor fb scout on twitter and uh we enjoy ha- being here and being a part of uh your day and again this is taylor scouting on the up on game network and find us on youtube channel as well and i'm with tom lemming and tom lemming is a longtime friend and and guru and somebody that i've known 30 some years, I guess. Uh, Tom, uh, welcome. Good to be on, Randy. Yeah, it's good to uh, be here in the 10 degree weather here in Chicago, sitting here in my car. <laughs> but it's kind of yeah. nice. It's, yeah. I actually like the cold weather. I'm leaving next week for scouting Florida, Georgia, Tennessee. Someone's got to do it down there. So I'll, I usually so, do it in January. <laughs> so somebody's got to do it. And, and, and you have the, the, We'll go through kind of your whole background, and, and you've been doing this 30-some years, and just uh, 36 years, is that what it is? 44. 44? I started so in the 36. fall of 74. 78 was the year I started back in uh, my first trip. I took it Chicago to St. Louis, to Indianapolis, to Cincinnati to see Jerry Faust at Moeller, and then Dan Marino in Pittsburgh at a Pittsburgh game that that month of October. So Dan was, third, Dan was a high school senior at Central Catholic, but I met him at a pit game while he was being shown around by Sal Sinceri, believe it or not, <laughs> who was like a sophomore on the team and a former Central Catholic uh, friend of his. You have put, how many miles do you put on your car a year? 
you know, just on my rental cars for um, driving around the country, probably like 60,000 miles. And I've been able to go back and forth to the moon four times in all the years <laughs> I've been doing just on my football travels. If they ever get players on the moon. I'm set. You. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so then maybe it's 36 years uh, doing the lemming report. No, um, let me report 17 years, but I was with ESPN, the 16 before that. So it's close, probably close to that. I was with uh, ESPN from the late 80s on. Uh, I had different co-hosts there, Mike Godfrey, Lee Carso, uh, Dan Debbingham, Chris Fowler, who was, who was ever available to be thrown at, at me with my, um, uh, as a, as a uh, teammate, Gary Danielson. So we had a lot of guys doing it back. And then in 2004, 2005 i started with cbs yeah you have been doing this uh, well before there was ever an internet and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that but um tom you and i have even done a banquet together we had the uh tom yeah. lemming uh regional banquet we did at soldier field and uh we kind of discovered we maybe we didn't discover him but we invited jimmy garoppolo to that uh who are some of the other guys early on that, that you have been uh, up on before anybody else? Chris Zorich. Um, I was the one that talked Lou Holtz into taking him when uh, Marty Schottenheimer's brother, Kirk, didn't want him. <laughs> so he wanted a guy named Eric Anderson, and I kept pushing Chris Zorich to him. I said, no, Zorich is a great linebacker, too. He didn't want him, and then Eric Anderson went to Michigan, and then Holtz told him to go back on the kid from Chicago, Zorich, and then the rest is history. He became a three-time All-American, uh, Lombardi Trophy winner, everything else. And uh, there's a lot of guys I was up on before the internet because I traveled the country, so I would see a lot of the top guys nationally before anybody else did. Because even back then, there was when I started, there was only Parade Magazine going on and then regional stuff. So it was a lot easier to find guys nationally. And you find, you know, just like Michael Orr in the Blindside movie that we did, uh, I got my, I, I got a tip from his high school coach, who's you freeze is now the head coach at Auburn, who I think wanted to ride Michael's coattails to Ole Miss at the time. And, um, that's why he called me and cause he, that was my last year at ESPN. So it was 2004. And I used to have a car with my head on it on the internet site. And they moved me along from town to town, wherever I was going to. And he saw that I'd be coming to Memphis fairly soon and wanted me to check out his six, five. 350 pound kid ran a four eight, which is hard to believe. But he sent me a video of the kid going through the rope drill like Varishnikov. I said, if that kid's anywhere near that size, I'm going to name him the number one tackle in the country. He was near that size. So the next day on ESPN, because on, on the internet, I put him as the best tackle in the country. And the, the thing is, he's never played football yet. So I, I had my neck out on the on that one, and uh, it turned out to be great. Even during the movie, one of the scenes that they took out, I was telling Tim McGraw and Ray McKinnon to play the coach to go, if I'm right, this kid's going to make $30 million in the NFL. And guess what? Right before he retired, he reached the $30 million mark. So I'm like, I'm a brilliant uh, pronosticator. Yeah, you, you are one of those. You are one of those things. You are brilliant. <laughs> so I, I'm, uh, I don't want to ask you how much I'm going to make in the next year, but uh, 30,000, 30,000, yeah. not 30 million, 30, 30 million. Right. The, uh, so, so tell us about a trip. You, you'd mentioned you're going to be going down to Florida. And so give us an idea of a Tom Lemming 
trip to to the southeast? It's a lot easier now because I'll usually rent decent cars. Back when I started, I had to use my old Chevette, and I had no heat in, heat in it. I mean, no air conditioning in it. And my wife uh, at the time was my girlfriend, that um, she, Colombian. She took me to a Colombian restaurant. I came out, and someone stole the radio out of it. So for the next few years, I had no radio and no air conditioning when I'm driving through the summer. So one trip was I'm coming down the Pennsylvania Turnpike from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh with the windows open, obviously, with no air. And a big something reptile jumped through the window. I'm doing about 60, hits me right in the face and smashes against me. It was a frog, but it, <laughs> red, green, and yellow melting down my face in this hot weather all smashed against me and i couldn't find an oasis for another hour almost i'm driving along and i can't you i'm gonna retire and find a legit job and then by the time i cleaned up at the uh whatever it was the uh revolutionary war rest stop or whatever it was near philadelphia <laughs> i decided okay i'll give it one more year and guess what the next year I'm, I, my car was completely out. I, I borrowed my dad's car and I drove to Cincinnati. I had to meet a kid named Arnold Franklin. So it was like 1980, who was going to be my 81 national player of the year at Princeton High School. So if you've ever been to Princeton High School, there was a um, uh, just a breakfast place south of it a little bit at Denny's. And I um, got there at night. And, you know, I, I always bring a coat and a blanket and a jacket because I sleep overnight. Back in the old days, I couldn't stay at hotels every night. I didn't have enough money. So a lot of times I would just sleep in my car, sometimes two out of three days. So I'm in my car and it got down to like 18 degrees. I woke up completely frozen. I got out of my car to walk into the Denny's and I couldn't move my legs and I fall on the ground and people were walking by me like I was a homeless guy. I was laying... <laughs> I was laying in the cold parking lot and I eventually crawled into the Denny's and just pulled a seat down in the bathroom and just sat on the lid for about an hour until I uh, unfroze. And then I'm thinking, OK, I got to find a legit job again. But once I I warmed up, I said, OK, I'll give it one more year. I kept doing it because I lost money my first six, seven years. I was the only one in the business back then. And every everything was regional in recruiting, except the final day where they'd say, OK, Maybe um, Michigan was number two, Ohio State number three, Alabama number one uh, back then. So um, I kept going. And finally, around the mid-80s, I started, it started becoming more because I picked up USA Today. I started doing their team back in 82. ESPN asked me to come and do some stuff at the end, and it started becoming more national by the mid-80s. Yeah, the uh, you have had a, a road that has been well traveled, well before the internet, well before any twenty four seven arrivals or or anybody like that. You've also you're also picking the Budkus Award. Yeah, I do that. I still pick a lot of the All American. Now I'll be excuse me. I'll be doing the rest of the. We have a new Army game going. We played yeah. it this past Friday in Frisco, so I'll be doing that. I'll be doing that. Uh, USA Today, Butkus, um, the, we had the CBS All-America team before. Now I got my own football report All-America team. So still doing a lot of All-America teams. And I'm still traveling the whole country and interviewing the top 1,000 players in person. So uh, I enjoy it. And heading in October will be 45 years. So it's, um, 
something I still enjoy doing. I'll probably be 90 years old and driving off a cliff in Utah. That'll be the last thing you hear of me. And uh, so we we almost lost you once when you were in a snowstorm in the Northeast, didn't we? Near Buffalo, 40 miles south of Buffalo. And I just read where 24 people just died in Buffalo during that snowstorm a couple of weeks ago. It's a real serious thing. People, I tell it as a funny story because I got buried for 16 hours, mainly in a white rental car and couldn't find any place to go. And I was worried about running out of gas and everything else. Eventually, I started following truck routes because no one was going down that road. And I was doing sometimes one mile an hour, just moving along. And finally, after 16 hours, I saw a life-saving sign. And it was the Golden Arches of McDonald's somewhere in the <laughs> south suburbs of Buffalo. And I realized I'm back in civilization. That Then I kept driving on to where my hotel was. And which was funny, it was Rochester. And uh, then I was frozen. And the next morning, one of the one of the ball players' dads was a doctor. He checked my feet out. I had um, completely black feet. My feet were completely gone, just to my heels, especially. Even now, I have no feeling in my heels. And uh, I got one toe that's completely still uh, black. So it, what happened was I just got frostbite. On, on, just on my heels, thank goodness, but I was frozen everywhere. And I stayed in the hot tub for two hours while I was shaking and chilly. That's how bad it was. So, uh, well, the, the key question is, what players did you find up there? Absolutely none. There were none, none that year in Buffalo, Rochester. And I remember reading about six people dying in Rochester that same. It was called a Nor'easter, and it came. I had gotten, they had closed 90, and like an idiot, I said, I could drive. I know how to drive in the snow. Nothing. I've never seen anything like that in Chicago. It was, I could see Lake Erie a couple miles to my uh, west, and it was snow was coming sideways. I was off the main roads. I was on an auxiliary route with no street lights or anything, and I was in, I was in bad shape. I, the only time in my life I thought I might die because I was stuck in the middle of nowhere, and it got to be freezing. It got to be night, and it was the night of the uh, Chicago Bears Super Bowl 2007. So this is funny. When are they, brother, making, when are they making a movie of your life? Yeah, they should. <laughs> my brother's <laughs> one of the heads of the state police back then. I call him. I go, I think I'm in trouble. I'm in. I know where I'm at. I got off Route 25. I think it's five, Route 5. Could you call the New York State Police and tell them? So I wait for 20 minutes, and all of a sudden he calls real excited. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm saved. He found the, the state police. And he goes, no, no, the Bears just returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. He was worried about that. <laughs> And I said, you worried about that, and I'm dying. And even Jesus called me, which is the actor Jim Caviezel. Right. He called to talk to, about the Super Bowl. And then I told him the situation, uh, situation I was in. He started praying with me. And so I figured uh, it couldn't uh, hurt. Uh, it couldn't hurt. So uh, no, I, it was 16 hours buried in the snow or between being buried in the snow and slowly driving just 40 miles to uh, the south suburbs of Buffalo. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, you know, I, I talk about you a lot and we've been around, uh, uh, we've been together a lot of different times. And again, this is uh, Coach Randy Taylor up on Game Presents and I'm with Tom Lemming today. Uh, hey guys, rate and review us too. We, we definitely need to have you do that and, and follow us uh, up on Game Network on your social platforms. want to remind you to do that. And, and I'm at our Taylor FB Scout on Twitter. And and the one thing that I know about Tom, and you can you, you can verify this, is is if Tom is probably the only guy in America, and I've said this before, that every college coach will take his call or return his call, and, and that and that says something. The only guy who didn't was Bill McCarthy from Colorado, <laughs> and uh, I I know the reasons why. I won't say it here on the show, but uh, he was never. Uh, I might have been a little critical of his off the field performance on certain thing, but uh, he wouldn't take my call. <laughs> so now people that are Michigan fans, because he was from Michigan before Colorado, they'll defend him like crazy. So he might, I don't think he was that bad of a guy, but uh, we had a few run-ins with him. And I had a few run-ins with Les Miles and um, Randy Etzel and uh, Bo Pelini, guys like that. But for the most part, they've all been great guys. Yeah, you, you've been able to put a lot of them on the map in some cases. Yeah, I've been able to talk to a lot of them. One I didn't put on the map was uh, I, I talked to Joe Paterno back when I started, late 70s, early 80s. One year I ranked Pitt ahead of Penn State. That was it. He wouldn't talk anymore. He was a control freak, as proven at the end of his career. Too much <laughs> yeah. of a control freak. Yeah. But he was a guy that he was mad because one year I set up publicly in the Harrisburg paper or Philadelphia that – um, I had Pitt ranked ahead of them, and that was it. He completely, he, not only he cut me off, but he made all his consistent coaches cut me off. So I think to the, until James Franklin came along, and now I, I'm, I work with them, I never had all those years, almost uh, you know, 40 years of not working with Penn State because of Paterno's ability, you know, to be a to be a major control freak. Hey, hey Tom, so you know your history is unbelievable. I could listen to it all day. Uh, let's talk about this year's class, yeah. about the signing day. Uh, who are some of your top players from this class? 
Uh, the number one player is Arch Manning, and it's not a publicity thing. He's a great player. I spent a lot of time with him. He just like – I'm not going to say mis- uh, make the same mistake three times. Mistake. Although I did have Peyton uh, as my number uh, two quarterback or number one. It was either him or Josh Booty. And I did Eli Manning's show this year where they were making fun of that because I had Eli number 16. and he turned. <laughs> but even in high school, he wasn't quite as good as – he wasn't good as Peyton, but he really – improved his senior year in high school and then um at obviously Ole Miss and Eli's a great guy but we he made fun of it on his show about me not ranking him but uh Eli told me this off the air which is absolutely true he goes I hear that uh athletic ability skips a generation because remember his grandfather Archie was a great athlete Peyton and Eli not quite good athlete really they're good quarterbacks they're not great athletes Arch Manning can run a four six four seven. He's big. He's six four. He can run. He can throw. He does everything, just like his uncles, except he runs better than they do. So, going with Steve Sarkeesian, I think he'll eventually beat out Quinn Ewers. Ewers will wind up transferring for a second time, and uh, he'll be the quarterback. But I think he's a legit player. It's a good year for quarterbacks. Dante Moore switched from Notre Dame to Oregon to UCLA, and he's a big time quarterback. You've got a lot of going. Chris Vizana went to Clemson from Alabama. Big time quarterback. I really liked all the quarterbacks. So I thought it's a loaded area. The top back, the top offensive lineman, Caden Proctor, went to Alabama. Top defensive lineman, Keon Keeley, went to Alabama. Alabama had one of those Texas AM years this year because, and I'm, so I'm sure a lot of NIL money has been thrown around like it was with AM. A lot of people think, and I like Nick Saban, but when he accused AM of paying off all the players, and then Jimbo came back and said, hey, you better stop talking. I was with Alabama for six <laughs> years, and I know what you did. But Nick was in a message to the wealthy alumni of Alabama saying, you better come through like AM's alumni did. And now the NIL stuff is out of control. The NCAA is uh, impotent, has no ability to stop anything, and it's going crazy, all this uh uh, the transfer portal should be stopped, or at least there should be restrictions on it. Everything's going crazy. And it's hurting the high school players because now everybody's looking to transfer portals to fill out the rosters, not high school yeah. kids. And right. some of these guys are lasting five or six or seven years in the transfer portal. I mean, that's the reason why high school kids aren't getting as many offers because it used to be just four years and you're out. Now I heard a story of one guy's got eight years in already in college. He's got gray hair. Yeah. He looks older. Yeah. He looks older than we do. I might be able to come back if that's the case. I think I so. Still I weigh I, enough to. <laughs> I saw you. I I saw your name in the portal, so I know you're trying. <laughs> I still weigh enough to play center. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Who are the Who are some sleepers we should keep an eye on in this class? You know what? One of them is the great athlete, the best athlete in the country, Nicholas Harbor out of D.C. Carroll. And the reason is because he's not a great player yet. He's a good player. Six six two twenty runs a four three. And he's one of the top sprinters in the country at that size. And you see him. I went by Archbishop Carroll, and I thought his junior film was okay, but not as good as a guy that big and that athletic should be. But he was more of a track star, so he's still improving, still improving. I gave the Butkus Award to a kid named Drake Bowen this year. Probably might have been Anthony Hill from Texas, but he he missed more than half the year because of injuries. And then Drake had this phenomenal yard in Maryville. He's going to Notre Dame. 160-something tackles, rushed for 1,800 yards on offense. He had a great uh, year, and he got the Butkus Award. He's 62-25, plays inside. Butkus likes the inside guys more than the outside linebacker because right now the way they play, a lot of times they're more like uh, defensive ends. So uh, 
Is Dick involved with, with you uh, with the Budkus Award? Yeah, oh yeah. He's uh, you know most of the time he shows up with the winner and gives them a trophy, which is great because we do his number was fifty one. I'll do fifty one nominations, then knock it down to sixteen, then five, and then we vote on who the top uh, kid is. And uh, Nolan uh, Wicky does a lot of the work from and, uh, you know the uh, used to be Pro Football Weekly in the NFL and all that. Uh, so it's it's pretty thorough thing we pick they pick one from college one from nfl and one from high school yeah and i, I would i would film with butt because he lives in malibu so there's a studio in calabasas where we'd film with him and you know he's kind of a quiet guy when you talk to him uh you you probably been a lot of times being an illinois grad uh, yeah. but he's got a lot of stories and i used to love i'm a big historian not only i love baseball history more than football but you know he was with george hallis and uh, I, I actually thought it was Butkus that threw that joke around the house, throws around nickels like their uh, manhole covers. But it was yeah. it was Mike Dick, it was Dicka that did it, not Butkus. But he right. said it, and he said uh, he sued, I think, um, uh, Hallis twice for his knee operate, his operating stuff. And he said that though he respected him because he was, you know, he came from a family of immigrants like his parents did from Lithuania. And he understood how the value of a dollar meant a lot, to, especially the older generation. And I think that's why he was, that's why Hallis wouldn't pay for anything. Nobody, he used one doctor for all these guys and they were unsure of that doctor too, but they had to use it for the operations. <laughs> everything, everything with the bears is a little questionable. Yeah. The, yeah they, uh, when they moved from Decatur, that changed everything. How about that? Decatur was an NFL team. Yeah. Isn't that something? It is amazing, Decatur, Illinois. But to, hey, uh, Thomas, what about? Are there any like no-brainer NFL kids out of this? You just oh, the guys I mentioned too. Keon Keeley is a defensive end. Caden Proctor is a offensive lineman. Cormani McLean is a corner, six two one ninety, out of Florida. And I thought he was a big, big time going to Miami. That's another thing. Miami Hurricanes had a bad season on the field. A lot of you know a lot of crazy things going on. But recruiting, because of the NIL stuff, they were able to attract a lot of guys money-wise. So you don't know it's going to work because I just came back from a trip to Texas, and they were telling me that a lot of the rumors were that the freshman class was offered so much money that the rest of the players were a little upset about it. The guys had already been playing, and there was a lot of uh, uh, disharmony there on the, in the, on the College Station campus because of that with the players. And look, at they lost seven games with one of the most talented teams in the country, really one of the t- three – two or three most talented teams in the country and you lose seven games, there's a problem. And that's something, but it didn't, it wasn't Jimbo's problem because he's got a $95 million buyout. He has no problems at all. And they weren't going to, they they got a lot of money, but they're not going to give $95 million just to leave campus. So it was straight. That that is a, a huge factor that a lot of people don't talk about is the locker room. Uh, with the portal because Absolutely. you're really, really bringing in a lot of kids that they're going to take jobs away from others. It changes the culture. There, there's a lot of those things. I'm going to talk about the portal next week and dig into that a little bit. Yeah. But uh, so, so what about, you talked about Miami and their, their class. Give me some of the schools that really impressed you out of this recruiting year. Well, TCU, because they're top 20. You never see them in the top 20. South Carolina, because they've been down for so long. But the top 10 is the rich getting richer. It's all guys that you expect to be in the top 10. Tennessee, because they've got a lot of NIL money also, and they did very well on the field. 
combination of that is awfully tough to beat like Alabama proves and Georgia proves. Those schools have done well. LSU did. Catch Kelly did well. This time he came off the golf course to go out and recruit because at Notre Dame, <laughs> he wasn't known. He was known as good in the house, yeah. but not good of talking to kids during the season, everything like Nick did or like Dabo does and, and like uh, James Franklin does. He was more of a guy who put his effort into the last two weeks of January <laughs> instead of yeah. the whole year. But at LSU, yeah. you realize you're in a conference at the Southeast Conference. You better go recruit or get your butt kicked. So Kelly realized this year, and if he can continue that and stay off the golf course most of the year, because he knows how to coach, he's going to do very well. But the problem is, once you start getting a little success, okay, now I could coast. And that's when you get caught and you get fired. Yeah, that is that is what happens. The uh, that's why it's so hard to keep it going and, and to have these classes year after year is it just is exhausting. That's why Nick Saban is unbelievable. The best I've seen in forty four years. I've been doing it. I used to think it was Pete Carroll. Thought it was John Robinson early. Bobby Bowden, but Bobby's not as much of a coach as he was front man. Uh, uh, you know, Mac Brown's a little bit like North Carolina. They're more Ed Ogeron was like that at LSU. They're more front man. They have good coordinators, and they you know how to recruit. That they're kind of, Mac Brown. I had a um, Mount Rushmore. I did on my show a year or two ago about the top. I had a Mount Rushmore of six people up there uh, of the forty-four years, and it was Bobby Bowden, Mac Brown, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, and Phil Fulmer. People don't mm. think Fulmer, but when you're in Knoxville where there's no talent at all. You got to go into Georgia. You got to go into North Carolina. You got to go different places to get your players. And Phil Fulmer, Phil Fulmer was fantastic at it. Great, great recruiter. He deserved to be on there. And um, uh, he won a national title. And he went 19 years in a tough place to win. Uh, so I give him a lot of credit. And he had to be one of those uh, six guys. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Who are the uh, head coaches that may not be at those elite schools or maybe they're younger guys that you see are going to be really good head coach and recruiters? Well, well guys at Franklin's already good. He'll be a young Mount, Mount Rushmore guy. Ogeron was, too, until I got some off-the-field problems at LSU, but he wins a national title. He's a fantastic recruiter. He's another guy. You look around, and um, 
I always Harbaugh was good, but Harbaugh everywhere he goes, he's good in the beginning, and then he kind of burns out a little. It looks like he gets bored and wants to move on because he he got off to a great start in Michigan, and now he's beating Ohio State with players that Ohio State didn't really want to go after. So it shows you how good of a coach Harbaugh is too. And then obviously Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame is a phenomenal recruiter. And as soon as he gets his feet on the ground as a head coach, he could be up there in the Nick Saban category in about 10, 15 years because he's he's relentless as a recruiter. And he seems he's young enough to really identify with a lot of the young guys. Problem is Notre Dame's not big in NIL money because they're a private school. And so they don't have any of that big money like them in Stanford, Northwestern, Duke. They don't have the money. So the private school's got to use a great recruiter to do their job. And, and Marcus is that great recruiter because you don't hear of Notre Dame giving any money out. I think they have Brady Quinn's doing a thing where the players get equal amount of money, all 85 on the team, which is, leads to a lot of team unity. But the superstars get mad. They don't show up at Notre Dame now. And Notre Dame lost their, their two big five-star players. At the end, Keon Keeley, I'm sure, is getting a lot of NIL money at Alabama. And then they lost the running back who went to Oregon, uh, Lamar, uh, uh, just on signing day. And then they uh, they lost the DB, the five-star Peyton Bowen, who had been committed all year to Notre Dame. Signing day, he announces for Oregon. The next day, he signs with Oklahoma. And uh, me speculating is that maybe he was negotiating between Oregon and Oklahoma. <laughs> Obviously, he, he, he gives the O for Oregon. On yeah. signing day, I thought he signed. A few hours later, he's signing with Oklahoma. So it reminds me of the uh, the bidding war with Carlos Correa in baseball. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh, he's the going to o the Giants and then the Mets. He winds up with the Mets. The O could stand for a whole different whole group of teams. Oh, yeah, believe me, it can. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it could have been Oklahoma, too. You're right. I mean, Oregon does it, but it could have stood for Oklahoma. And, uh but that was a, he even apologized to uh, Notre Dame and Oregon for pulling that off. But I got the feeling he was coached to do that. Yeah, I'm, there's a lot of coaching going on these days. What's the, who's the best staff recruiting? Alabama or, because, or assistant coaches. Because every year at Alabama they turn they have a turnover a turnover every two years. But when they get there, I never thought Kirby Smart was a good recruiter until he got to Alabama. Nick made him. Recruit because if they don't do well within two years, they're Urban Urban Meyer had that same staff. If they don't do the job recruiting wise in two years, they're gone. Yeah. Which is you know they want to win, and there's a lot yeah. of guys that a lot of guys that get there. I always remember the Green Bay Packers head coach. Now I remember he was at Notre Dame for a year as a quarterback coach. He didn't recruit at all. He was always yeah. looking for an NFL job, so they lost all the quarterbacks they're going after, and then he moves on. But he moved on before they fired him. I think Kelly fired him, but. He was uh, already looking for an NFL job as soon as he got to Notre Dame, figuring the prestige of Notre Dame is going to get him back. And it did. It got him to, it got him to Notre Dame. So you can see some of these guys, if they get into college and they're looking for NFL right away, they don't do that in Alabama, even if they are looking, because Nick will fire them. You know, they look at him cross-eyed, he'll fire them. And um, that's why – look at the guys. I'm trying to – the team's right below Alabama, Georgia. Uh, he's a Nick Saban uh, guy. Uh um, Texas, the Notre Dame guy. I mean, uh, uh, Notre Dame is after Texas. Notre Dame is another Nick Saban guy. Um, all these guys are Nick Saban guy. Miami, another Nick Saban guy. They all yeah. learned before that they weren't great recruiters. Occasionally wasn't that great at Washington or at USC. And USC, you should always be good. But he gets yeah. Alabama, then he learns how to recruit. 
Because at Nick, it's a relentless style. Personable, yes, but mainly just a relentless style. Look what Alabama's built. The kids nowadays, they look for three things. Pretty girls, that's one, on campus. Two, how many guys have you put in the NFL? No one's had more than Alabama. Three facilities. No one's got better facilities than Alabama. So Nick has done it right over there, and they got everything going, and that's the reason why. Um, No matter how much kids talk about academics, 75% 75% of them could care less. It's all yeah. about getting to the NFL and facilities and, and, and uh, how many girls you get on campus. Right. And, and, and the NIL has made it legal to, uh, to help financially. Yeah. I think cheat sometimes because a lot of it is going under the table. I think when the NIL, you still got to do something for it. You got to use your name and image. Right. But a lot of these kids aren't good enough. They're not big names enough, but they're still given the money. So that makes you wonder, how's that happening? There's a lot of stuff that the NCAA should be feeling out. I travel the country and I see what's going on. And a lot of these guys, I had a kid in Maryland ask me, he goes, where should I go? I'm looking for the most amount of money. Should I go here or there? I said, don't ask me. But I mean, it's easy to find out who's given the most money. He's a defensive end and he wound up at a school that gave him a lot of money. So he was smart. He, he found out the right school. Yeah, that's a whole different story, uh, and and a kind of one that's not a not a good story, in my opinion. No, it's ruining college football. You think it's a professional league now? It's yeah. really, it's not. There's no longer college football. They're both. It's a it's a, it's a minor league to the NFL, but it, it's a professional league nevertheless. No question. So I want to wrap up, and and one guy uh, that we both know really well, and and was a, a great one. We lost recently, Mike Leach, and, oh. and I know you know him very well. If you give us a little uh, background on Mike and 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 your relationship with him, I've known him for twenty two years. We had the same Gary O'Hagan agent back around two thousand, and uh, the New York Times did a story on me, and then did a story on Mike two weeks apart. So Mike called Gary O'Hagan. Gary Hagan called me and says, Mike wants to talk to you. Is it okay if I give him the number? I said, of course. I knew him at the time he was at Texas Tech. And we became good friends. I went out and filmed with him in Lubbock. I filmed with him in Pullman, Washington. And then it's recently I filmed with him in Starkville. But I remember the first time we were filming, I had been out filming our camera crew from CBS with Pete Carroll. And we did that show that week. And I did a show with uh, Jim Caviezel, the actor, Ron Ely, who played Tarzan, and, and Fess Parker, who played Davy Crockett. He watched that show. He was going crazy. He wanted to meet all three of those guys. He grew up as a big fan of Ron Ely. He loved uh, the Passion of the Christ with Jim. He loved yeah. being at Davy Craig. Anyway, I had to drive to Phoenix to film something in between. My camera crew flew to Lubbock. I get a, pa- a panic call from my producer going, we've been trying to reach Coach Leach for two days. We can't reach him at all. So I left him a message. He called me back the next morning. He goes, Tom, I'm so sorry, but my wife and I were down in Marva, Texas, looking for UFO lights. <laughs> he was a wonderful guy. So then we get in the car in Lubbock. I'm driving. He's a passenger. We got a camera guy in the back seat and another one in a car driving alongside him. Instead of football, he takes us 45 minutes out to the Dan Blocker Museum, Hoss Cartwright of Bonanza. There's a big sign. We go to the museum. They thought of him as a king because he was one of the big names in West Texas. And yeah. we do a whole tour of the museum, and these people are in awe. Then we get back, and my producer goes, okay, now we get back to football. We start driving, and he goes, now we got to go to the Buddy Holly Museum in Lubbock. He can care less. <laughs> he never talked about football. He liked talking about the Chicago mob. He believed that the Chicago yeah. mob killed JFK. He loved pirates. He wrote a book on Geronimo. He was a lawyer. He, he was Mormon. He went to BYU. He went to Pepperdine Law School. However, 
I called the AD once at BYU when the job opened up before Bronco got it. He goes, I'm not going to get it because they know I drink. So it's <laughs> one, and that, you know what? He was a down to earth. A lot of these coaches, yeah. once they become famous, they become you know almost like uh, royalty. They think they're too yeah. good to do this or do that. He was a he was a common guy, super the most intelligent coach I ever ran into. But a common guy that would talk to anybody. He was just friends with everybody. And he, yeah. and he, you know, he, he was just a wonderful, wonderful guy. I really, I felt like I lost a member of my family when he passed away. And I would, I got a call from Bear Bryant's grandson, Mark Tyson said, Tom, I just read that. Um, uh, I just heard that Mike Leach is going to hospital. So I tried to call and I was going to leave a message on his number. And I figured, then I heard that, you know, he had already had heart problems. He went, he was unconscious. I didn't want to leave it. And then the next day I heard that he passed away and I was devastated. Wonderful yeah. guy. Yeah, sad, sad day. Yeah, sad day for all of us. Uh, we all have stories. I, I'd, yeah. I'd spend time at camps with him, and he would talk about every war, all yeah, of the, you know, the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the, you know, whatever he could talk about, and it had nothing to do with football. And he wanted to know about you, and he wanted to know about you as well. You know what he had was um, never – he didn't – it seemed to me that football was not – number one on his list but probably number 20 <laughs> so yeah he was just he was just a great offensive mind but football because uh when i filmed with him last november in uh starkville they had just lost the game by a 20 something yard field goal that they missed everything was set up to win it at the end of the game the kicker misses it so i'm thinking he's devastated we bring our camera crew the next morning 12 hours later he comes up like nothing happened. Hey, Tom, are you doing? he's talking about, we're talking about Geronimo. We're talking about the Chicago mob. He wanted to come up. Um, Babyface Nelson was killed by my house. He killed two FBI agents, took 17 bullets, died a few hours later. He wanted to come up my house to see where Babyface had the shootout with the FBI guys in Barrington and then go to the biograph theater where John Dillinger was killed. He wanted to see that because saw the Johnny Depp movie where Johnny Depp played Dillinger and he wanted to go up there. He was a wonderful guy. Just, and he had an interest in everything and almost seemed to me interest in everything but football. So uh, he was a breath of fresh air. A lot shirt. like you, a lot like you, Thomas, you are a wonderful guy yourself. And, well, thank you, Randy. I love talking to you and spending time with you, Thomas. Uh, and, and we'll, we'll meet up again here soon. I'll be back in the Midwest to, to see you and just want to thank you for being on the show today. Uh, guys, subscribe to Up On Game Presents on the iHeartRadio app or different apps uh, that, that you can get your podcasts on. Rate and review us. Uh, follow us, uh, uh, Up On Game Network, on uh, any social platform. Uh, our Taylor FB Scout is my Twitter. Uh, please follow me there and, and you'll get more information about our shows. And watch all of our shows on YouTube. Uh, Taylor Scouting is there. Uh, all of the Up On Game Network shows, Up On Game Presents. Follow us on YouTube. Thomas, Merry Christmas. Thanks for being on with us, brother. You take care. You too, buddy. Take care. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them 
can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.